This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Hey, remember that big scandal involving the car maker Volkswagen a few years back? This is when VW admitted to tampering with their diesel cars to make them appear cleaner and more environmentally friendly than they actually were. And this was a widespread deception within the company. They admitted that they broke the law. They pled guilty to this. They paid billions of dollars in fines in the United States and in other countries. And they were for a while there, you know, you weren't sure, like, is VW going to make it through this? What they were doing was they were putting vehicles on the road that were clearly in violation of emissions standards in different countries. So you would think, well, they must have fixed the problem, right? Well, according to EcoJustice, many of those cars remain on the road, even though they were not fixed and they do not now meet emission standards. And EcoJustice is also accusing VW of now quietly starting to resell some of those 2015 model year diesel cars. We wanted to talk more about this today and get more information. Joining us is Tim Gray, Executive Director of Environmental Defense. Tim, thanks very much for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me. I understand there's a lawsuit that has been launched about this. There is, yes. Um, there's two uh, elements to this which you described. One is the initial sale of uh, over 100,000 diesel-powered uh, Volkswagen cars into Canada um, that had this uh, device installed and that was intentionally uh, trying to fool regulators and uh, polluting uh, way beyond what they were supposed to. And then there's a second uh, element, which is what we've launched uh, legal action about uh, just recently. Last Friday we filed um, which is uh, selling those cars with only a half fix. So um, I think it's pretty alarming that we have a situation where, uh, as you described, there's been billions of dollars in fines, there's been jail sentences handed out to senior executives in many other Western countries, and the Canadian government has completely failed to uh, lay charges or to prosecute on either the initial violations or uh, the decision by VW to start reselling these cars. Did VW promise, like, did they promise not to sell them? Did they promise to fix them? Like, what were their obligations? Well, there's no obligations, uh, it seems, given that they weren't charged in the first round. Um, And I guess the question for Canadian regulators is, uh, why are you uh, allowing these things to be sold uh, when uh, they clearly violate Canadian law? And uh, or, you know, why didn't you charge them initially? And and then why aren't you doing something when they, on their own, unilaterally decided to start reselling them again? I mean, I can only guess that perhaps they decided to start selling them again because there was no consequences from selling them in the first place. You mentioned a half fix for these cars. So is there? There's no way these cars are going to meet the emission standards that they said they would. No, they're not. And people are still buying them. <laughs> yes, they are. But uh, you know, I think it's it's hard to uh, you know turn this into something uh, where the individual res- is responsible for monitoring the tailpipe output of uh, cars produced by major international manufacturers. You know, that's what we have government to do, and and to have inspection and to have consequences for companies that that violate our laws. So other countries uh, took VW to task for this. Is Canada one of the few that did not? Yeah, that's right. Um, You know, we've seen, uh, as you mentioned, uh, major fines in the billions of dollars in the United States and and jail sentences, very similar in in European countries, even in Germany, of course, where 
you know, Volkswagen is the world's largest automobile manufacturer, and they're obviously incredibly important to the German economy, but that didn't seem to uh, deter the, the German government from taking appropriate action and, and uh, bringing uh, this company to justice for, for uh, intentionally uh, deceiving uh, regulators around the world. So what do you hope to achieve with the lawsuit? We uh, hope to uh, uh, have the courts require the Canadian government to enforce Canadian law and uh, to take action both to charge Volkswagen with the initial uh, um, crime of, of uh, selling these cars into Canada and then the uh, decision to start reselling them again. All right. So this it clearly is a bit like tricky for Canada here too, right? So do you think people know that though? Like Tim, do people realize that they're buying these vehicles or driving these vehicles that aren't meeting those emission standards, or do they think they're buying like a clean, burning diesel? Well, this, <laughs> that I mean that turns out to be the great irony. I mean, a lot of the advertising that was being done by Volkswagen talked about clean diesel, and that turned out to be just a complete hoax, a marketing scam that was actually covering up uh, very dirty vehicles. So. Um, I'm hoping that people are, have a better sense of that uh, and that there, you know, there isn't a, a, a magic clean diesel that's available for sale. Um, and you know, we obviously need to move away from fossil fuel-powered cars overall uh, in the long term, but we definitely don't want to be, uh, as individuals, I don't think any of us want to be uh, lied to about the cars that we're buying and, and uh, you know, be told that they're clean when they're not. Was there ever a rationale given in Canada for why the government here didn't go after VW for this? No, not a thing. And, you know, that's what we're trying to secure is uh, some kind of clarity around why Canada fails to act. So I guess, like, what is the point of having emission standards then if we don't enforce them? Exactly. Do we, do you think, have enforceable standards? Yes, they're totally enforceable. I mean, the, the, the overall liability uh, based on the number of offenses that uh, Volkswagen committed in this country has been estimated at about $105 billion. So, uh, clearly, if uh, the government did lay charges, it gives them broad uh, range to negotiate some kind of compliance agreement and a fine structure with VW if uh, they chose to do so. Uh, and so far, they have uh, chosen not to, and we really want to find out why. Do you think for the most part, Tim, though, when you talk about the automotive industry, is the industry getting better? Like, are they getting the message about what it is that consumers are looking for? Well, I think that uh, the regulatory regime around the world has forced uh, cars to become more and more efficient. I mean, you've seen that occur. Um, in most cases, and I think the VW case is you know, a particularly egregious example, but in most cases you see strong resistance from the major manufacturers to uh, increasing stringency of emission standards. They, they, they tend to lobby hard against those. Um, but it makes a huge difference, both in the amount of fossil fuels that we're consuming, but also the price that people have to pay as consumers for, for buying fuel and also in the quality of our air. So there's huge, huge economic, social, and environmental benefits of having uh, better fuel standards. And I think once governments act and they put these in place, that having companies that are intentionally lying, uh, inventing software and hardware to defeat the monitoring systems of government that uh, governments have to come down hard on that or the message you're sending uh, to manufacturers is, uh, you know, uh, go ahead. Even if we regulate, uh, nothing will happen if you cheat. And that is not something you want to have in a, in a, um, a society that's meant to be ruled by law. It's so ironic, though. It's ironic and bizarre that a, a company would acknowledge that, yeah, this is going to be a great selling point to have these vehicles that are more clean-burning 
and yet not actually make them as clean, knowing that that's going to be what people want to buy, right? And yet not actually producing that product. Yeah, I mean, they know that they had to produce uh, a cleaner product because of the uh, uh, regulations that have been passed by uh, governments in Europe, in Europe and here in North America. Um, and they just chose to uh, design software and hardware that would actually lie to the regulator instead of actually investing in the technology to make their cars compliant. Uh, that was a, a business choice that they made, and um, you know they really should pay the the price for making that decision. And and they have in other places, but uh, Canada has not. And of course, we're leaving uh, huge amounts of money on the table here. We're talking billions of dollars in potential fines that could be used to do things like build a, a Canada-wide um, electric vehicle charging network, uh, build uh, electric vehicle charging systems within our cities to help advance. The, uh, the progress towards uh, electrifying our transportation pl- fleet. There's many other environmental things we could do with billions of dollars. And uh, it's all just sitting there on the table because uh, our government hasn't acted. So what happens next then with the lawsuit? Well, we uh, work our way to court, uh, try and get uh, a date and uh, try and go through uh, the process of uh, forcing our uh, government to uh, actually enforce our laws. And do you know how many cars that we were talking about here, Tim? Like, how many of these were actually sold and are on the road? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot in, in Canada, um, about 105,000. And uh, it's interesting because Canadians were uh, very vigorous adopters of diesel uh, cars uh, on a per capita basis, much more accepting and enthusiastic about them than Americans were. So, uh, you know, we, on a proportional basis, we have many more cars uh, sold here, which means that, uh, you know, the, the overall liability for this cheating is, is actually proportionally much higher here if the Canadian government chose to enforce the law. All right, Tim, thank you very much for chatting with us. That's Tim Gray, the Executive Director of Environmental Defense, one of the groups launching a lawsuit uh, against the federal government and the Climate Change Minister, Catherine McKenna, I want to take them to court, uh, for failing to essentially enforce the law and failing to punish the giant automaker Volkswagen.